Megan Meller is our guest on the Crosstalk on WIZM, who knows more about uh, microbes than uh, than anybody I know, and has, is going to talk with us this morning about wearing that mask. Megan, good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And so wearing a mask, if the WHO says you don't have to wear it as much as uh, you have in the past, how do you feel about those guidelines? You know, I knowing how you know knowing the evidence that the that the WHO is coming from, it, you know, it makes a lot of sense. But I think another thing we need to keep realizing is that it's also based off of your own health. If you're coughing, if you're sick, you should be staying home. And so I think where the CDC is coming from is realizing that they're promoting masks because, first off, we know that there's asymptomatic spread, but we still don't know a lot about how it's spread asymptomatically. You know, is it coughing, talking? But if someone's coughing, they should be staying home. Uh, if they were to wear a mask, if they were coughing while they were wearing a mask, that would help keep the germs to themselves, which is that's where the CDC's standpoint differs from the WHO. Okay, but that that's still, for the most part, leaves it to the individual who is about to enter a public space. Uh, and I, we still have tons of businesses, for instance, that uh, are wiping down countertops every time uh, in between uh, touches, uh, wearing a mask no matter what, separating people from, you know, you can't go upstairs if you work downstairs and vice versa. Are we at the moment still, uh, I don't want to say still overreacting, but uh, at this point, uh, is enough information known uh, and the WHO's uh, advice allowing businesses to relax a little bit and, and not be so as concerned about spreading the pandemic? You know, I definitely think that they're providing, you know, more information based off of what they know, which is good. You know, there's always going to be two sides. Do you overreact or do you underreact? And there's there's going to be risks with doing both. But I think the risk of overreacting is less than underreacting. Now, if everyone realized, oh, if I, if I, as long as I wash my hands and I don't touch my face, that I'm going to be, you know, that for the most part, I'm not going to get sick. That would be great. But we know that that's not always how the human mind works. You know, we do things unconsciously. And so by, you know, just being a little more, let's say, overprotected by washing our hands more frequently, um, disinfecting services, or being more mindful of our mask coverage, I think takes a little bit more conservative approach to overall wellness than totally disregarding everything and saying, oh, I'm fine, we can go back to normal. Because we know that the new normal is not going to look like how it did six months ago. Sure, It's going to look different. What do you think needs to be said? And more importantly, who needs to say it before uh, across the country people take a deep breath and try as hard as they can to get back to some semblance of normal? If the WHO uh, says this, and uh, the national media is not paying attention. If uh, if Dr. Fauci says it during one of his press conferences, many of them are carried live, so the media wouldn't be able to hide it. Is that going to be enough to help uh, uh, to help the country relax a little bit? You know, one of the kind of core tenets in my when I was going through my public health program was just how hard behavioral modification is, you know, changing a behavior, starting a new habit. Like, it's hard for me. Like, you have to be persistent, consistent. And I think that for 
when we talk about COVID and behavioral modification, well, we know fear is also a big driver of this. But for most, it's not, they're not going to make those changes until they see it hit close to home for them. Ah. And so you know, what I can do is just I can keep educating and educating and hope that it at least makes the difference in the lives of some people. So are you going to wear a mask no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing? Yourself? You know, I'm, you know, I'm taking it kind of one step at a time, you know, going with the evidence and going from there. I know that's not the straightforward answer you're looking for, but it's one of those. I have to, you know, gauge who am I around. Sure. Well, that if makes I'm sense. Outside, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I just have to <clears throat> take it on a case-by-case basis. I get it. Uh, and generally speaking, then, there's a little less a little less concern unless the individual still feels a concern. Then if you do, wear a mask by all means. Otherwise, maybe not so much. Yeah, but, you know, I'd say, you know, look at the evidence, you know, and be, be aware of who you're around and what, that, and what that risk is to the other person and to yourself. Megan Meller, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. I appreciate these a few minutes.